With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hey, this is the Total Package Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the... Rocky War. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting 
entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Boo Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th. Featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band, Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Blu-ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. What's up, ladies, stars, and stars? This is former WWE diva Maria Kanellis and current first lady of Ring of Honor, and you are listening to In the Room. Once again, it's the VOC Nation Radio Network, and this is In the Room, and we are right here live on VOCNation.com. So happy to be here. We're also on YouTube. Don't forget to check us out. Uh, Just search VOC Nation on your YouTube search bar there, and don't forget, full episodes without advertisements available for your listening pleasure on Patreon. Offers start as low as, I believe it's uh, $3 a month, Kathy, that's... That's less than a cup of coffee, if you think about it. So it's a pretty good deal. Brady Hicks, uh, Kathy Fitz, what's going on, Kathy? How are you feeling tonight? Good, Brady. How are you guys tonight? Doing good. I, I'm excited to be here once again. I'm excited to uh, to talk with all of you. WrestleMania season is uh, in, in full bloom, I guess you'd say. Uh, I, I, I feel like we had a bit of an early frost, and it kind of killed a lot of the excitement. But uh, hopefully things... Uh, start to look a little bit better and I see that Stro is uh, having some sort of technical difficulty so hopefully he'll be on in a little while we also have with us maniac Matt Grimm once again Matt my friend we're back and uh, 
I got to say right off the bat, man, congratulations. Kathy, I don't know if you saw yes. on Facebook, but Matt had very exciting news. I, I, I couldn't be happier for you. Uh, Matt Grimm is a, a, a father, or going to be a father. And I, I really couldn't be happier oh. for you, brother. Man, it's, it's strange to say, isn't it? Who would have thought? But thank you, guys. <laughs> I hope you don't name the kid BCB, because then we need to have a counseling session. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we'll stray away from that one. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Brady will be fine. Huh? I'm only kidding. Baby uh, Brady, okay. <laughs> I, I, I got you. Yeah. Uh, and, and we do have Stro with us. Stro, you missed the big news, but uh, Matt Grimm is going to be a father. Hey, congratulations, Matt. That's beautiful. Hey, thank you, Stro. I appreciate it. That's awesome. What, what's going on so, with you, Stro? How are you doing? Uh, so, sorry, my, my Zoom was fighting with me. I had That's to, right, to kick out a couple times. Well, a couple false finishes. Yeah. Yeah, right. You know, Did you do the finger? Did you do the finger? Oh yeah, I, I, I thought I thought it was uh, in Japan <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> Back in Japan, oh, I man. love it. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to uh, get in touch with us here tonight. Uh, for those who are on Zoom, I'm, I'm sorry. For those who are on YouTube or on the Patreon, you'll see that uh, I'm, I'm here from the lavish new uh, VOC Wrestling Nation Studios, uh, paid for by. Bruce Word and all of the sponsors, and it's great to be here, of course. Uh, I wish you could all be here with me. It's uh, it's an absolutely lavish accommodation, uh, but I, like I said, I really couldn't be happier to uh, to be right here with all of you. Uh, and again, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in. We'll be taking callers all night, kind of sprinkling them in throughout the show. Uh, but as I said, WrestleMania is coming up, and... Uh, I'm a little underwhelmed, Matt. I, I got to admit, uh, I'm a little underwhelmed. I definitely want to talk about that tonight. You, you posed a couple uh, kind of WWE-related topics to me kind of before the show started, and I, I definitely want to dive into them. I forgot to mention, Kathy, we also have a special guest tonight at 930 uh, from the ECWA and uh, other different independents. So we're going to be joined by the shining star, Ray Kalitri, tremendous up-and-coming oh, talent. And... Uh, this guy's going to be part of ECWA's Night of Unusual Matches this Saturday up in Morganville, New Jersey. So be sure to uh, check that out. Stro, what are you drinking there? That looks delicious. Uh, a vitamin water, actually. This is okay. Dual flavor. At B and C and all that good stuff. I thought you were dipping into like the old Tang or something. You know, it, lo- it looks good. <laughs> oh man, I, I miss drinking Tang, man. I when, when, I was, when I was in Cub Scouts, I lived on Tang. Mm-hmm. But oh, actually, man. like, it, it's funny, it's funny, Matt, because, like, I, I would want to try and go the whole weekend without using the bathroom because, uh, you know, um, I'm camping and it's disgusting. And uh, right. living off of Tang, i got to say, that's a great help as far as not wanting to go to the bathroom for a couple of days. So. Right. It dries you right up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. At least, uh... At least the parts that you worry about. Yeah, so Ray Kalitri will be joining us at 9.30 tonight. That's Eastern. And like I said, we'll be taking your calls as well. 914-338-1885. And right off the bat, Matt, uh, you know, you asked me about the Hurt Business. What do I think about them splitting up? I, I think it's terrible. Uh, they were the hottest act of this past year. Stro, you're shaking your head. Uh, I know your mouth is full, so I'll hold off for a second. But um, I feel like... 
Why would you do that? That was like the best act. People legitimately enjoyed it. Uh, you're going to go back to using – I don't see the benefit at all. You're going to go back to using Cedric and, and Shelton Benjamin like uh, – they're going to be nothing. They're not going to do anything with them. At least that way they were being used and being used very well. But in, in the course of a couple of weeks, Matt, they went from like tag team champions and like lauded as like the best part of Raw to like now they're they're going to be hanging out with Ricochet. I hate to say it. Yeah, it's just it was such, what a what a terrible move to make. I mean, for a stable that yeah. still had so much gas left in the tank. What the heck, WWE? Boggles the mind. <laughs> what the heck? I, I mean, I mean, am I wrong to say that, Stro? I feel like they were the best act that WWE's had in the last year. Yes, I, other than Roman Thorne at one time. Yeah, and, and could have been I mean, if I'm, they allowed them to continue to be hot. Don't get me wrong. You know, when WWE hits hits the mark, man, I, I praise them for all, all it's worth. But man, when 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 they drop the ball, man, I'm my God. The hurt business, you know what I mean? When they drop the ball, it's like dropping a bowling ball. And it's like dropping a bowling ball on your on your foot. And I'm being really nice by saying foot there, Matt, because it feels like something else. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah. It is absolutely yeah. terrible. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I felt like they, they pinned me down, Matt, and, and they, they, they spread my legs and they dropped the bowling ball. That's what I feel like. Uh, oh, man. Just close to WrestleMania. I know. Close to WrestleMania, you know what I mean? Why? Unbelievable. Oh, just pointless. But what is your like? Where is the benefit here? Yeah, and and by the way, Baron Corbin, who last week Ray wanted to fire in a segment that we were doing last week, talking about uh, who deserved to be on the roster less than Andrade. Um, Which, and there were a lot of people, by the way, who deserved to be on the roster a lot less than Andrade, Uh, but. Corbin was one of the names that Ray threw out there. And I didn't happen to agree with that. Uh, but I don't feel like Baron Corbin was in need of that push. I don't feel like he needed to be in that spot uh, when you had two guys that were delivering every week. He flipped flops more than Big Show. My God. When Big Show was in WWE. From brand to brand. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I'm hoping, Matt, the only thing I'm hoping is the WWE has decided that it's going to focus on tag teams and they're going to be a hot young tag team. The, the, the past history tells me that's probably not the case. Well, given that WrestleMania is, they rushed to put the belts back on Kofi and Xavier so they could defend against AJ Styles and Omos. Like, where did that come from? Just complete left field. Like, this was a feud that only existed to put on a WrestleMania match, and there was nothing else to it other than that. There's no storyline. There's no build-up. There's nothing personal about it. It's, it's yeah. really irritating. Like they couldn't. They couldn't figure out a better way to use AJ Styles on WrestleMania or New Day, for that matter. I just. I, I mean, like, yeah. Her business should have been defending those titles at WrestleMania. I agree. I agree. And if you were going to split them off, I would still have them be the tag team champions. I would have had them in that spot instead of New Day. Right. 
1885. Yeah, it's uh, it's beyond frustrating, and it's not the only questionable decision that they've that they've kind of made in the last couple of weeks. I mean, there have been a few of them. You know, I I feel like usually as you get toward WrestleMania, Matt, things become more and more defined. Usually, you know, you you kind of focus and like right, wrong, or otherwise, you're on a straight line exactly where you need to go. And uh, this year, in particular, and, and I know we talked about a couple of uh, talked about it a couple of weeks ago, with all the kind of changes and rewrites and stuff like that. You're starting to see that play out now, and it is like the worst Philadelphia road that I've ever seen. There's potholes everywhere. That, it shoots off. There's people driving on the sidewalk to get through red lights. It's, it, 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 it's a mess. It's a shame. It sucks. And I I, I wish I, I hope to God that they learn their lesson for this year. And that they start to plan things a little bit further in advance in the future. Because this is, it's not acceptable at all. No, it isn't. But I, I don't know. I like. I think the, the the slow ticket sales for WrestleMania hopefully will tell them something. Um, yeah. Kind of like I'm hoping this dreadful move to Peacock will, they will hopefully learn something from this. Um but I, I, even with that, like my understanding of the way Peacock works is that it was it was terrible during Fastlane, and my understanding of it is that most of the library of the network isn't on Peacock either. So and won't be until the summer. Just, what, so what what are they? What, what's the plan here? They're just going to shut it off for everybody in America, and then you have to just subscribe to Peacock and slowly wait to accrue. Everything that I could go and watch over the next couple of days, that's the plan. Can you imagine what they do to Stone Cold's career <laughs> on the network? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Is he part of Peacock initially? Be. Like, I feel like his Randy Orton interview is up there. I, I, I haven't gone and looked to see what – I understand that the search functionality isn't as good. Uh, I understand that – um you know, there's a lot of that archive content that, like, basically they're rushing this for WrestleMania so that you can't use the network. You know what they should have done? They should have left the network available for current subscribers to continue to look at the old stuff um, until the new stuff was up, because that really isn't fair. you got people that are working their way through old series or, or, like, you know, old programming, and it's like all of a sudden you just got to stop, and you just got to wait and hope that eventually it's going to be re-added. And that's a shame. That that really is a shame. Uh, and that's just one aspect of it, Matt. There's another whole aspect of it, which is exactly what I said would happen with WWE with its checkered past and, uh, you know, all the controversial things. Uh, Peacock is starting to go and take things down that WWE didn't want to take down when they ran their own network. Things like Roddy Piper dressed half in blackface. Or Vince McMahon using the N-word on Raw. Like, things that shouldn't be on the program, shouldn't have run initially, but a lot of it you can make an argument. It's, like, older, it's a different time. Uh, certainly when the Muppets were on Disney, they just added a disclaimer, and that was good enough. Um, but with right. this, yeah, just there's going to be large chunks a, of things. A... <laughs> right, like, a, as a histor- I think they called it a historical timepiece or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense. I don't know if that's the right decision or not, but to me it makes a little bit of sense. Um, but, yeah, no, I, it's not what I would have done at all. Um, or at least, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't say that because I, I think a lot of it doesn't really shouldn't be up there. 
But by the same token, I think that they should have had a better idea what they were getting into when they made this agreement. Well, the Rock like talking about pie. Well, the Rock talking about pie. Well, there's so many things during the Attitude Era that they're going to take off. I have no <laughs> yeah. doubt. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, like I, I just, I, I think it's just bad for the fans. You're going to pay, you know, the same amount of money for ultimately less content, and paying for it on a platform that doesn't what? have. The, the level of the functionality search. that the network does. Like yeah. You can't pause. No, it is you cheaper. You can't pause pay-per-views as you're watching. It is cheaper. Yeah. It is cheaper. Well, it's going to be $5 a month instead of 10 10 if you want the ads free. Uh, but I don't know how they're going to do pay-per-view where they take out the ads anyway. So, <laughs> to me, right. it's like, what uh, is that? kind of oh, God. Uh, and right now they're running a special promotion where if you sign up, uh, and there's a huge faux pas I wanted to complain about with this as well. Um, so they're running a special promotion now where you can get it for three months for 250 a month um, instead of the usual five. But what they don't tell you is that, at least locally, Matt, uh, Comcast, I believe Verizon, both offer Peacock for free with a subscription. So I signed up for this thing, and I'm paying $15 through July or whatever it is, um, and I got it for free as part of my cable package. They should tell you yeah. that. You, they should tell you what you pay for. You, you, you get what you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating. It, it's frustrating. So I'm signed up uh, double right now. I, I'm signed up uh, that I can watch it on my Roku, which is logged on to, like, my, you know, all my streaming accounts. And I can also watch it through Comcast. So, But, yeah, I understand, Matt, that, like, the pausing and the rewinding and stuff, um, they just didn't have it ready for Fastlane, but supposedly it's going to be there, I would assume, for WrestleMania. I'm not positive about that. I, I hope so, I don't know. because otherwise this yeah. just feels like, I don't know. It, it, it's just it's odd to me that it feels so much like WWE is happy to take money from you know, corporate partners right now, but they don't really seem to care all that much about the experience that their actual fans have. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's, it's frustrating. One thing's for sure. I, I want to call up Stacey Carter and see if she wants to do an Armageddon 99 watch party because that pay-per-view won't be available much longer, I'm sure. Uh, I am only kidding. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Little Easter egg there for those who, who know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. But but the build up has been horrible. The contract uh, with Peacock doesn't appear to be that great. Show during WCW they had a reputation for writing shows as they go. Uh, was that true? Did you find that to be true, or did you have no idea? Like I, I feel like things could be going down the same road if they weren't making so much money off all these licenses. Oh, God, yes, and a lot of times the, the day of the event. <laughs> I, <laughs> or, or I believe like it. Yeah. A, few minute, or a few minutes until showtime. <laughs> yeah, I've, that's hard. I've been events where the board, the board would go up and down like ten times, and we're standing around going, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. It, it is. It's, uh, it's no good. I'll tell you that. Um, I don't know, Matt. I I don't know what to tell you. It's not an ideal situation, and I'm uh, frankly I'm I'm jealous of like you know Europe and the rest of the world that get to keep the network the way it is. 
Yeah, and they are going to get to, aren't they? Yeah, the Peacock deal only applies to the U.S. The network's staying the same everywhere else in the world. Uh, I wonder if we can get Canada so, yes. speed somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, and that was just one aspect. You know, we're talking about bad creative, bad decisions. Uh, you also brought up, Matt, and um, I, I thought the same thing. Um, why, if you've built up so much goodwill and excitement and uh, what a good job they've done with Roman Reigns and that whole feud with Edge, uh, why would you turn Edge the heel at this point is beyond me. Um, uh, I guess they somehow Daniel they Bryan, like, that. The stole savior now. And I, and I, they told a tremendous story before Brian was even part of it. Yeah. It's like, I, the only thing I, the only place my brain goes to is I, maybe they realized somehow, and I don't know how you would even say they realize this without live fans in attendance, but Brian was the hotter act than Edge right now. But other yeah. than that, I, I don't know what else to go on. It's like, it, yes, this, this might be Brian's last main, you know, full-time WrestleMania, but for all we know, this is Edge's last full-time WrestleMania too. I mean, the Undertaker's last full-time WrestleMania was probably against Randy Orton, but somehow we didn't miss him. I know it's not quite Yeah. <laughs> but you get my point. I mean, he's been part-time forever. So Daniel Bryan right. just comes back for big shows. Who cares? I mean, at his age, know. he could do that for another decade if he wanted to. You would think. And I know he's not a father, but he's got the itch. I thought the whole point of Edge coming back was to get back the title he never lost. And right. But he, yet he's going after the Universal Championship. He's never held that. <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? I don't. I don't yeah. get it. I just. You know what I mean? Are we? But, are I mean, we still, are we? I'm, I'm hoping the match. Are we? I'm sure it's gonna be a good match, of course. Him and Daniel and Reigns. What's that match? Does the WWE Championship count as still the unified World Heavyweight Title and the WWE Title? Does it, is it still count as that, or do they just drop all that? I, I mean, I think it technically counts. That the lineage is there. I mean, they, but. You know, when they introduced the universal title, I think they just kind of went back to just kind of simplifying everything, you know. Uh, you, you know how, like, they like to do. They they make it complex, and then they dummy it down on each side. Yeah. Someone brought up a good point to me about that particular three-way for the universal title yeah, yeah. at uh, WrestleMania. Uh, the fact that why is Edge so upset? He won the Rumble. He's already in the main event slot. Right. Why is he so upset? Why is he so angry? I, you know what I mean? But, um, good, Again, good point. it never made sense to me. It, it, it never made sense to me. Um, especially, I like Daniel Bryan's idea of, you know, where Roman defends against Edge on night one, and then Daniel Bryan faces the winner on night two. Seemed like a perfectly logical mm-hmm. thing to me. Yeah. Cool. That would make sense. That's that's that Edge shouldn't have. What's that? I said I thought that Did was logical Kevin? when he said it. Yeah, that to me it made the most sense because I'm tired of three ways and four ways and sixteen ways. You know. 
Be three ways in the in the privacy of our own bedrooms, Kathy. You know, it, it's not. Oh man, you had to time. go there. Right? Waka, I'm waka, waka, waka. Uh, <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> <laughs> we need Malcolm with the franchise voice. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Clown horn. <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. Foggy <laughs> <laughs> uh, bear running around so, in my head now. <laughs> so nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to call in tonight. I I see we have a couple callers in the queue, uh, and we will get to you guys in short order. I just wanted to, uh, you know, just have these couple discussions. And like I said, our guest is coming up soon as well. Uh, so definitely there's a lot on tap for tonight. And like I said, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, the, the Daniel Bryan thing, I, it bothers me. It, I mean, it does. I understand that he's like probably the hottest act in the company right now, just based on the, like the last month of action. But the problem is for the year before that, it was all Roman Reigns mostly, you know? And the story that you decided to tell was Edge. And I never understand when they want to complicate storylines just to get as many people involved as possible. I would have rather seen Daniel Bryan take on Big E in a, in a um, Intercontinental title match. I would have rather seen that. Oh, yeah. I mean, to me, give him another spot, you know? Like, Daniel Bryan... They keep going back to the 2014 thing. Um, after spending six years trying to make us forget that the 2014 thing happened, um, in the last six years, he retired for three years or whatever it was. Uh, he lost the title to Kofi Kingston. He um, he lost a lot of luster, I think, during that heel run, you know, when he was feuding with, like, you know, most of SmackDown. I mean, I thought he was great. I thought he was funny and everything. But don't act like... This is poor, well-mannered Daniel Bryan just sitting and waiting for his spot in line, Matt. That's not the story that they've tried to tell. And now they're just trying to rewrite it because they lazily have nothing for him. I, I, yeah. 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 I, I, hope Ro- I hope Roman Reigns puts them in a double dragon sleeper and makes them both tap out simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Just like that, you know. <laughs> it is what it is. It also kind of bothers me um, that Lashley and McIntyre are probably going to be lucky to get the main event of night one at this point. Because it looks to me like it's going to go to Sasha and Bianca. And, I, and nothing against Sasha and Bianca. I think that they're great. Um, but to me, you've invested all this time in, in McIntyre and making him the number one guy. And, uh, and, and again, it comes back to the brand split for me. You know, you can't have two number one guys. There's always got to be that main event. There's always got to be that guy in the final spot. Um, you can have other guys that are just as good that are taking a back seat. But it's very hard to make a clear, defined number one guy when you've got 
guys of equal value on each show. I don't know if that made any sense, but to me it did. It did. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it, it should be a, a solid match, obviously, with Lashley and McIntyre. I just wish they had more time to build it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Lashley just, just became the champ. Yeah. So I know. It should have happened months ago. It, sh- it should have happened when Orton beat him, honestly, rather than doing the thing with Orton. If they had done it back then, then you'd have had six months of uh, McIntyre chasing the title, including winning the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he wouldn't have run the Rumble, but you know what I mean. I was thinking yeah. of last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I'm I'm ready for Randy Orton and The Fiend to be over with. To, to be really? Oh. Why? But that's been yeah. so, so great. I mean, you don't like the I, I, I printer? Just, I mean, I, I, I dig everything. I, I just feel like it's run its course. You know what I mean? And and I'm hoping this uh, mania match will really be a nice, you know, ending to the feud. Here's my thing. Uh, here's my thing, and. Um, <laughs> Matt, I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me. Um, last year, the thing that they did with Bray Wyatt and um, John Cena really ticked me off because they called it a Firefly Funhouse match. And it was a stupid skit. It was I mean, there were parts of it that were funny. I'll give you that. Uh, but it was not what they advertised at all. So now I don't know how anyone can ever invest in anything they say about Bray Wyatt again. So that we're going to get a Randy Orton match at WrestleMania? Are we really? Do you know what I mean? Like, If they were just going to have a straightforward match, uh, Randy Orton versus the the the, uh, the new uh, um, Burnt S'more guy, then like I'm, all, yeah. I'm on board with it. I am, you know, because it's a match. Because there's actually something there to root for, to get excited about. I do like Randy Orton. I think he's been putting in some of the greatest work of his career for a little more than a year now. So I, I think it's an amazing thing. Um, but I don't trust that they're going to do this right at all. I expect it's going to be a stupid cartoon vignette thing. I expect and it to be very stupid. And I don't want that for Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. I don't either. They didn't give us John Cena, the match that we wanted last year. No. Of course they didn't. We got we I, got what we got. Yeah. I remember that ending, Stro, with the you know, the mandible claw and then John Cena disappearing. And I looked over and I said to Kelly, I said, I I I, I think the match is gonna start now. Like I think that was like the uh some kind of weird intro that Bray Wyatt did. But no. Yeah. That was the match. That's that's the thing about Under like Undertaker, for example. He used the supernaturals powers every now and then, but I mean, when it came down to it, he he, he got it in there and, and wrestled and fought with the best of them, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, and I, and I, I think this one needs to come down to, I mean, just pure six it with uh, The Fiend and uh, Orton and and just a uh, little less super supernatural superpowers and, and yeah. more, just, more of a fight feel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it needs something, right. you know. I, I don't mind the occasional supernatural, silly, shooting lightning bolts out of his ass kind oh, of stuff like The Undertaker used to do. Oh, I, I yeah. was fine with that. Right. Yeah, that that yeah. was fine. 
But, uh, yeah, but no, too I, much I of it, you know what I mean? Even, like, I, I used to like how they did it with Kane, where it would be like uh, like a boiler room brawl or something, you know? But, like, the mm-hmm. supernatural stuff was kept to a minimum. Um, the goofiest thing we ever got with Kane was Katie Vick, and I, I suspect that wasn't really him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I suspect. So, uh, listen, I, I, uh, I hate to derail this conversation, but we definitely are going to get back to it la- later on. Uh, joining us on the phone right now. I believe he's on. Uh, I believe we have the shining star, Ray Kalitri, who's a featured performer for ECWA, and he's going to be part of Night of Unusual Matches this Saturday in Morganville, New Jersey. There he is, and he's got his legacy uh, title. Uh, what's going on, Poppy? How you doing, homie? What's going on? Look what, at you. What's going on? What's going You're on, looking Brady? Good. How you feel? I, I feel good. I, I feel bloated, man. I can't wait to get back to the gym. Uh, <laughs> but it's good right, to see you. Waiting for? Gym's been open already for four months. Yeah, I know, but I, I hate wearing a mask when I work out. Oh, God. You want to go back? <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I need to oh, do it, God. but I can't. Oh, man. But you look great, man. It looks like you've uh, really been taking your preparation seriously. I, I see you're traveling all over the world. You're going to Mexico, uh, Puerto Rico, obviously all around the U.S., taking that title with you. What's the experience Columbia. been? Don't forget Columbia. Don't Columbia. Forget Columbia. Oh, man. Yep. I've always wanted to go to Columbia, but I'm terrified. I feel like uh, you wouldn't time, like me Next there. time I go, I'll take you with me. Really? You're not going to leave me there, are you? It's not going to be like an episode of Locked Up Abroad. No, no. Why would I do that? No. <laughs> He'll be like, yeah, I need you to carry this in my suitcase. Please leave him there, right? Leave him there, right? But you're really, you're really getting around lately. What, what, what's, uh, first of all, what's led to all that? Um, so, you know, the thing is with me, um, I, I, I legit want to stand out from every other wrestler, right? I know, yeah. I know, I know all the wrestlers stay, but I actually legit want to do it, right? So now you start seeing me wearing the suits, you know, a little different. So now I go from the Shining Star, uh, when I first started two years ago, which was the Shining Star Mr. Puerto Rico, right? So it leads to me breaking my ankle. Then that leads to what you see today. Cause you know, anytime a wrestler gets hurt, you always try to like reinvent yourself. Rather, it's um, a new new gear, new entrance music, um, new promo. Like you have to do something different. So then, when you come back, people are like, "Oh man, wow, right, cool." So that's what I ended up doing. I ended up changing my whole persona, my whole everything, um, because I was like, "Why? Why not me? Right? Like, why? Why can't we see uh, a Hispanic wearing a suit? Why can't we see a Hispanic driving a nice car? Why can't we see?" Hispanic around a, a bunch of beautiful women, right? Like, so that's the way I, I thought about it. So I was like, and I'm a huge Gino Hernandez fan and Nick Bachwinkle and, and Ric Flair. And yeah. you see some of those notions in me, like when I'm, when I'm doing my promos and when I'm talking and, you know, when you see me at shows and stuff. Um, but then, again, it goes back to the question you're saying, like, like what led to that? Like, I know a lot of guys that they're like, oh, I want to change, I want to change, I want to do this, I want to do that. But they never do it. Right, so I was like, you know what? Let me let me um let me take the chance. Let me just let me just run with it, right? Um, so for Colombia, out of nowhere, I, I I win the you know I win the I win this what you see right uh, on my birthday, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then um I couldn't travel because of uh, the holidays, right? So. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, why not just go to Colombia to celebrate the New Year, right? So even though I'm there to celebrate the New Year. 
I'm still doing promos. I'm still doing media appearances. I'm still networking. I'm still meeting people. Um, the same thing with Mexico. Mexico just came out of nowhere. And they, I, I legit found out on a Tuesday, and I was on an airplane on Friday, just ready to go. And and, and, and another thing for me is, um, again, goes back to what we're saying, a lot of people want to do changes. They don't do it, right? And then a lot of people want to chase um, being being uh, trending, right? I'm trying to chase history. I want to be in the history books. I want to, like, when you look up certain things online or whatever the case is, I want my name, you know, the Shining Star Ray Kalichi to pop up, you know? I don't want my little 15 second of theme. I, I, I look at it longevity in the long in the long run, if that makes sense. No, sure. Uh, now, for example, today you put up this promo and you're you're in a bar. You get all these beautiful ladies. You're you're all dressed up, all suave and ever suave or suave. It's suave, right? I uh, no, but like, how much of it is like because it seemed like at first you almost wanted to like fake it till you make it, if that makes any sense. But it feels like lately you're really kind of, I guess they'd say, living the gimmick, right? I mean, this is all real. I'm hitting my stride, if that's if that's what you're trying to get to. I guess so, yeah. I mean, it just feels like uh, there's this level of confidence that you just didn't have even a year ago. Again, it, it was it, it goes back to uh, when I broke my ankle. And um, I'm, I'm sitting around, I'm like, yo, like, what do I need to do to be a little bit different, right? And I was like, these, but these are all things that I, that I enjoy doing. Like, I enjoy going out, partying, living like a rock star, chasing the history, dressing nice, looking after the women. You know, I, I love all that stuff. So I was like, yo, why can't I just emerge that into my wrestling career and, and just see what happens? And it just, man, it just, I mean, you you see me today. I mean. Now, you've got this title. You say you want yeah. it on your birthday. Uh, Eric Martin yeah. technically never lost the title. He's got a very similar one to that. Uh, any chance no, that we're going to resolve this? You're Eric Martin guy. Like, why do you bring me on here? Because you're, you're such an Eric Martin guy. You know, you know what? You make me upset. You know that? I don't mean to upset you. I'm just saying, you got another guy walking around with the very same title that you have. Are, are we going to get some resolution to this on Saturday, finally? Well, allegedly, right? Because, you know, yeah. anytime it involves me, it's always drama and it's always headache and it's always, we, we, you know, we're going to do one thing, but it leads to another. Allegedly. Match, me against Eric Martin and Killian, uh, Killian, right. Killian Murphy. Yeah. Um, Murphy. Yeah, and it's uh, two out of three. Uh, the, I mean, I'm sorry, not two out of three. It's two falls. The first fall, you advance into the tournament of the territory uh, championship that they're, yes. you know, the ECWA is creating and stuff. And then the second fall, you become the legacy champion. So, so neither, hopefully, either way, yeah. Hopefully we have some resolution, and hopefully we figure it out. I mean, it, and it seems like it would be headed that way. Uh, how important would it be for you as the legacy champion to uh, kind of represent ECWA in this new territory title that they're creating? Um, so you're asking me if I would if I would be I mean, okay I'm assuming, with representing the territory championship? I, I mean, I guess I'm just asking what it would mean to you personally already holding this belt, and now to say, let's say you win take both balls, like. Uh, oh. You know, you could have, you could be a dual champion, but you not only that, you'd be outside of ECWA representing us in this territory as well. I do it now. I represent ECWA now. Okay. It's, listen, I, I've been on multiple interviews, and there's people that told me, listen, if it wasn't for you and for Joey Ace, we wouldn't know that ECWA is going on. Me and Joey Ace make ECWA 
trending, okay? We make them trending on social media. We put the promos. You see, look, you see me right now. I'm with the title. I go to Colombia on vacation. Even though I'm vacation, I bring the title with me. I'm doing promos over there. Even though I'm in yeah, Mexico, yeah. I'm doing something completely different. Even though over there, I made history as well. I bring the title with me. So it, it, it doesn't doesn't change much of, of what I'll do outside of uh, me promoting not only myself but ECWA. It just magnifies it because then now I'll be walking around with two titles. Now, how would you feel if more of your competition started to put out these uh, these promos? Would it be something where you they kind won't. of felt they won't? They won't. Okay. They won't. You know what? Why would you they say won't. that? I would, listen, I would love it. I would love it. I, I'm okay. a very big proponent of storytelling, right? And yeah. I'm a very big proponent of if I am giving you a promo, right? Let's say you, Brady Hicks. Mm-hmm. I expect for you to reply with a promo so that when fans come to the shows or the fans see it on the IWTV app or Fight TV or wherever it is uh, that the show may be streaming on at the time, when they see things going on, they're like, oh, that makes sense because he said this and he said that or whatever, instead of just like, huh, what's going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I would love for, hey, listen, I hope everybody in ECWA makes promos. I hope everybody in every promotion that I wrestle for makes promos. But the truth of the matter is they do not. Thank you, Rapley. I uh, Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, you know, to kind of look at it, uh, I would say, you know, it keeps coming back to you and Joey Ace, and I think um, when you guys kind of came to the company, uh, I would say that, like, the work rate of the company went way up. You know, the quality of the matches was just incredible. And I know certainly, like, Az as well, he was a part of that with you guys uh, earlier on, um, how important is it for you guys to kind of go out there and be the uh, the guys in the matches that everybody's really looking forward to? Like, is that a huge part of it for you, the the quality of the matches as well? Um, okay, so if if you you watched my promo earlier, right? Sure. That I posted online, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the one of the key things that I I said on it is I'm addicted. Like I'm addicted to the spotlight. I'm yeah. addicted to being yeah. a champion. I'm addicted to the power that the, that the championship brings, but I'm also addicted to putting on good shows, putting on good matches, putting on good content so that people continue to follow the product and, and, and people continue to see us grow as a company, especially for ECWA, because, you know, the, the past two years, it's went, it went from one owner to the other and no one really knew what was going on. So now, now me and Joey, we're like, we're, we're trying, you know, we're like, hey, listen, let's stick together just like we have been. Let's continue doing what we're doing. Let's keep hammering. Let, let's keep putting ECWA in the front line, right? Um, so that that's the goal, uh, especially for me and him, because I feed as much off of him as he feeds off of me, and we're always bouncing ideas off uh, off each other. And like, we do a lot of, you know, we do a lot of stuff backstage that a lot, a lot of people have no idea and no clue. Um, and, and not that we like need any sort of recognition or anything like that, but we're just talking as far as, as building ECWA back up as as a you know as a as a strong force in the promotion and wrestling, especially given now the times of, of like the COVID and, and the, the you know only twenty percent capacity or twenty five percent capacity of the building. We want to yeah. make sure that we we put on good stuff for the people that are watching. Uh, well, speaking of putting on good stuff, obviously uh, you and Joey. Uh, like I said, have been huge parts of it. Has there ever been any thought to getting in the ring with him? Kind of having a friendly match there? You always do this to me. You, every, <laughs> single little... time, every single time. I might, I've been on this show probably four times, and every single time. That's what people want to see. 
I know what you, I know what, that's what people are saying. Yeah. But you know what? It's one of those things in wrestling that you can never say never, right? Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. one of those things that it has to be done the right way, right? Because I feel that Joey Ace is a pillar in ECWA, right? And I am also a, a, a pillar in my own right in ECWA, right? I'm carving my own name and, and helping it out sure. as much as I possibly can. Yeah. In order to get that to work together, it has to make sense. And I think, um, especially since uh, the PCA hasn't been like a a unit that we've seen on TV. Certainly, they're still around, but it hasn't been like this this faction on ECWA programming. Uh, I feel like right. you've really stepped into your own and kind of made everything very unique to you. And I think that's really cool. Actually, one of the fans wants to know if you can dance better than Joey Ace for what a man got to do. <laughs> uh, I just well, got. That. Um... <laughs> Listen, I, I am uh, Mr. Do It All, so I'm pretty okay. sure I can dance All right, he's got his utility belt. There you go. I uh, <laughs> it, it is exciting. It, it is exciting. PWA's dancing championship. There you go. <laughs> uh, now, do you think Joey should have brought that title on Ellen with him? Because I've heard people say that. You know, it, it's one of those conversations that I've had with him. Uh, again, I, Joey Ace is, is a brother to me, and, and shout out to you, Joey Ace, and I love you, and can't wait to see you in a few days. Um, but um, it's one of those things where I told him, you're on national TV. Like, like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> well, the conversation didn't go certainly that way, obviously, right? Yeah. But it was in the effect of, like, like, what are you you're on national TV? Like, why would you not, you know, you have, I don't know how many millions of viewers you have. Let's just say three million viewers or whatever. Like, what are you doing? Like, okay, so even, okay, for me, in my example, when I went out to Mexico, um, we went towards one of the promotions, and they wanted to do something. And I made sure that this title was in the forefront, right? Yeah. Um, it, it's it, if you see the footage or, or whatever, it's floating around YouTube right now. I, I hit the guy with this belt right in his face, right? Yeah. So I, yeah. I hit him with the ECW, right? And then, um, okay, so in Mexico, okay, I, I'm tr- I'm sort of like backtracking off of what you're fine, you're, you're fine. Telling me. But yeah. in, in Mexico. When you take a, a, a luchador's mask off, that's a very big deal. Yeah. That's a super big deal. And and what I got to do, again, I'm making history. I'm in my debut in Mexico, and I unmasked one of their top baby faces over there. Really? Yeah. Why, damn, why you make that face for <laughs> I told you, listen, I do not chase trends. I chase yeah. history, okay? Mm-hmm. That's a part of history. That, nobody could take that away from me. So what was one of the first things that I did? Because I know that. They were transmitting that show locally on their local television out there, right? Yeah. And one of my friends who lives in Cancun, I was in Mexico City, and one of my friends who lives in Cancun, him and his wife, they were watching it on TV, and they send us the footage of them watching yeah. it on TV. Mm-hmm. So what's the first thing that I do after I take off the guy's mask, right? I grab this title, and I take a picture with the, ti- with the title <laughs> with the mask on, like this. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm thinking of the bigger picture. I'm thinking of the awareness, yeah. National TV for for Mexico, that's that's the money shot. Like and then so it goes back to Joey. I'm like, dude, like what are you doing? Like you could have had if you if you fast if you if you could go backwards, right? Redo it. You would bring out the title. She holds the title. All of a sudden, the title, the stock goes. Is it safe to say like if if a young guy came to you for advice, like is it safe to say that one of the things you would say is to make everything feel more important? 
Because I think that's something that's lacked a lot of time in the independence, and it's something that you're you're pretty good at usually. So if a young guy comes up to me, um, yeah, make it make it more important, make it mean something. Because if you're just walking out there and, and you're just a champion, right? Let's mm-hmm. say you're a champion for ECWA, and I'm gonna throw a little shade in here, okay? Because that's what I do. If you're a champion for ECWA, and you're a champion. You're 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 not promoting the belt. You're not promoting the company. So why why are you champion? You you just want to sit here and take gym pictures and stuff like that. That's cool and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're you're looked upon as the champion. You're representing the company. Whether you're a good guy or you're a bad guy, it does not matter. Make it make like make it mean something to you because if you believe in it wholeheartedly, this is one of the things that I said in a previous interview that I just did, mm-hmm. when I put on all of my posts and stuff like that, when I put Superstar, I wholeheartedly believe that. I may not be in the bigger companies and stuff like that, but everything that I do, I put my all into it. Every every single promo, every single interview that I'm here, I'm here, I'm, I'm you know, everything that you do. And then people people will start believing into it. People will start looking at you different. Even you said it yourself. Hey, listen, you, you've been carrying yourself different lately for the past year, and yeah. I see it. Mm-hmm. Which means you, you know, make it mean something and believe in it, and people will follow suit. You, you know, when it hit me, and this isn't really a question so much as an observation, uh, but when we had the return show after, you know, months of pandemic being off, um, and I believe it was, uh, it might have been Super Eight. I don't remember. I think it was September. Um, you showed up in a three-piece suit when you weren't even on the show, and right. you sat. And, and you sat, I mean, you, you obviously you were backstage, but you sat in the crowd and you just took in all the matches. Again, not part of the show, should have been, not part of, not the, show. Part of the show, but you were there and you were, deck, you, you looked like Astor's pet horse out there. You were all dressed up, <laughs> nowhere to go. Uh, but it was amazing, it really was. I, I don't say that, like, you know, derisively at all. Uh, but that's when it hit me, that, like, you're all in with this. I mean, you are all yeah. in. Um, one of the fans wanted to know the training in Mexico, uh, Colombia, the little bit that you did there. Um, is that more intense than the stuff in the U.S. as far as, like, the actual um, training? I, well, and first of all, I want to say thank you for what you just said about the Super 8 because I was not part of the card. Um, oh, sure. Everything did change, and I still did show up. And I, I was there to support, you know, Joey Ace. And not only Joey Ace, I'm supporting the brand because, again, I feel like I'm a pillar for ECWA. So even though I'm not part of the show, People are still coming up to me. Hey, how how you doing? Try to talk to me and, and, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I'm still giving my input and, and, you know, whatever. But anyway, as far as the the question goes, um, in Colombia, I didn't do so much more uh, training. I did more so, like, media day, and I did more so networking more than anything. But um, in Mexico, Mexico, the training over there is completely different from what we do here in the States. Um, For example, over there, if any wrestler is listening to this or watching this or whatever the case may be, over there you do not touch the inside of a ring up to an hour of you doing catastatics, which oh. means you warming up, you stretching, you doing your push-ups, you, you doing all these little exercises that they have running around the ring. Yeah. You do not touch the inside of the ring up to an hour. More like a wrestling school, like in the U.S., like the stuff that you used to hear about back in the day. Back, like back in the 80s, yeah. yeah you're doing yeah. the Hindu squats, you're doing the push-ups, you're doing the crunches, you're doing okay. the walk-arounds, you're doing your jumping jacks. And even though as minute and as silly as that may sound, because 
majority of the wrestlers, all they want to do is lift weights, lift weights, lift weights. That's cool, but at the same time, you have to stretch. You have to properly stretch. And those guys take it very serious. Um, one of the biggest things that I took from my experience out there is they're training. They're training every single day, man. Mm. Like, they have, like, no days off. They work. Go to, uh, you know, go train. They're there to, like, 19. They're not weekend. And then they go home and they do it all over again. No, listen, yeah. the discipline is, is out of this world. Yeah, yeah. And then one of the things is, like, when I sat down with one of the wrestlers from over there, I said, listen, I, I, so how do you how do you navigate uh, in a day and age of 2021 where we're all social, uh, social media, all uh, cell phones and tablets and iPads and all this? He goes, I manage it because I only do it two hours a day on Saturdays and Sundays. That's it. Wow. Okay. And it's and it's and it's crazy because then you see those guys in uh, CMLL or AAA, which those are the two big uh, major brands out there. Yeah, yeah. And they become superstars at a, such a young age. Do you? Because do we're you, out here, we're wasting time. Yeah. But that's do another think, story for another day. No, but that's interesting. Do you think like, and this is just your opinion, but like, do you think that's why so many Mexican stars are able to come to the U.S. and like? really kind of excel in spite of, like, language and cultural barriers because, like, it's so ingrained in what they do by that point that they get up here that, like, you know, it's just everything to them. Well, it, it's not only that. It's um, obviously they're, they're not – they don't have all of the access to the, the majority of the stuff that we have access to, right? The stuff yeah. that makes us lazy, right? Like, over there, if you want to eat, like, you got to cook. Over here, you – you want to eat, you go to McDonald's, you go to Wendy's, you have a bunch of different options. So yeah. it's a little bit different. And not only that, um, when the Mexican uh, talent comes from over there, they're given more opportunities because, you know, they look different, they wrestle different, their gear is different. So they do have a little bit more opportunities. It's the same thing as me when I went over there. Dude, I was a rock star. Uh, everybody wanted to take pictures. I must have took like 500 pictures uh, between okay. those uh, three days that I was over there. I did uh, like three interviews. I did them all in Spanish. Uh, it, it was it was out of this world, but it's the same thing because I go over there. I, I have a certain look. My gear is different. I wrestle different. My style is different. The way I carry, the way I speak. So mm -hmm. they're going to give me a little bit more opportunity because I am different. It's the same thing. You reversed it. When they come over here, they get a little bit more opportunity because they are different. Now we're lucky enough uh, not to put them on the spot, but we have a. Maestro is part of the panel every week, and I, I often forget because uh, this guy has lived a life as well. Stro, you spent some time in Mexico. Was your experience kind of similar? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I was uh, AAA at the time with uh, Jake, Jake Roberts. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, got to be a triple mania uh, back in 97, uh, I believe. Was okay. Yeah. And uh, uh, being ring with some of the greats, uh, they're like uh, the great uh, Paraguayo, uh, who, who's a legend, such yeah. a legend in Mexico. And and, and seeing guys like uh, legendary Peroff uh, and, and Octagon and Cibernetico and uh, just some of the greats there. And which you know, quite a few of them followed me to WCW mm -hmm. later on, right? Right. So it, it was really cool and uh, if I if I didn't uh, had the experience of uh, rex, wrestling the lucha libre style in Mexico, uh, I don't think I would have been nearly as ready for that uh, next step at WCW. So it, it really prepared paved the way for me my time there with the 
Mexico wrestling there. That's cool. Uh, and, and that kind of leads to, like, my point, right? I, I feel like you probably are going to be much more well-rounded heading into this Saturday with the big match with Eric Martin and Killian McMurphy just because of a virtue of these experiences, whereas the other guys are really just wrestling in New Jersey and Delaware. Yeah, uh, that's one of the biggest mistakes um, that the majority of the wrestlers make. I mean, I guess if you look at it as in a competition uh, aspect of it, it's better for me because I'm willing to travel and I'm willing to take chances that the majority of these guys will probably never, ever take because, Mm -hmm. you know, like I told Joey, and and I've had this conversation in depth with him, like, you got to get out of this. Like, there's this box, right? And this box Mm -hmm. is here, and this box contains New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, maybe Connecticut, and maybe Massachusetts. you got to get away from that because here we're all one in the same. But, you know, when you go out of California, you're different. When you go out to Indiana, you're different. When you go out of Chicago, yeah. you're different. Makes sense. So it's better for me. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes sense to me. And I, and I want to wish you nothing but the uh, the best of luck this Saturday. Uh, do you have any words for Eric Martin and Killian McMurphy heading into this match? Nah, man. They already know, they already know what it is. They already know what's going on. Okay. They, they, listen, they, they, they better be ready for Saturday because I'm, I'm coming for everything. Again, I'm not here to chase trends. I'm not here to do the flashy moves. I'm not, I'll leave that stuff to you guys. I come to the W. I come to make history. I come to, uh, you know, to do to do what the Shining Star does. All right, Poppy, me, hermano. Nice talking to you, man. Uh, and I can't wait for Saturday. Hey, you, you know what it is? Every single time that I've come to the show, my career has elevated more and more and more. Have you, have you noticed that? <laughs> It's quite a coincidence. I, I don't think so I have anything so to do with it. hopefully that's a good trend coming into Saturday. <laughs> well, I, I hope so, man. I, like I said, I'll be I'll be cheering for you uh, from the commentary table. So it'll be a great time. I can't wait. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for your time, and uh, I'll All see right. you in a few days. All right. Take care, brother. I'm still not a poppy. Brady, you're Next still time. not a poppy. I'll get there. You're I'm winning you over slowly. Nope. Nope. Little by little. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I love you, brother. I'll see you, guys. Uh, I'll see you Saturday. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, that was the uh, – look at that. Look at that beautiful title. Uh, the Shining Star, Ray Kalitri, and uh, the Legacy Championship right there. Uh, some people say he didn't win it. He says he's the champion. We're going to find out this Saturday. Uh, I don't care what people say. I'm the man. I'm the superstar, <laughs> like I said. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Take care. And that was uh, Ray Kalitri. What we're going to do right now, guys, we're going to take a commercial break on the other side – uh, we're going to have uh, Ray Bogus joining us as well, and uh, we'll be taking your callers. Unfortunately, we lost one of the callers, but hopefully some more call in. we got a couple in the queue there. Uh, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network, and we will be right back. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, 
featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Richard Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation radio network. This is the sister, the doctor of style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then, uh, uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your... This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions in conjunction with Blu-ray Atlantic City proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. 
May 15th, featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the Wrestling Historian with Craig Legon. Every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Boo Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th. Featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. 
Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the wrestling historian with Craig Legon. Every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is a slick to the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you are later there, too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese out. Oh, right. 
looks perfect Nothing to rearrange Sometimes you just Get a feeling like you need Some kind of change Alright Sorry, turned down the wrong one there Ladies and gentlemen, we're back It's in the room on the VOC Nation Radio Network at VOCNation.com. Don't forget to check us out, not just on VOCNation.com, not just on your favorite podcast platforms. That includes uh, Spotify, iTunes, where we're number one in China, India, and Nigeria. I don't understand it. Yeah! But yeah. we're totally in the world. The um, oh, best right. thing I can figure, somebody explained it to me, yes. is that uh, the U.S. has the largest concentration of iPhones, so, iPhone, so iTunes-centric shows tend to be the most successful in the U.S., and we're not that. We're on iTunes, but we're not like, I don't know. We're not iOS. I don't, I don't, exp- I don't understand how the technical end of it works, but that was how it was explained to me. Uh, so that's why all these countries that like are more Android-based uh, tend to do well in countries like Nigeria and India and China. But anyway, we're doing really well. We beat out Jericho. We beat out Stone Cold. Uh, I, and I have the rankings. You guys can see them. It's amazing. I didn't mean for it to turn into all that. I'm sorry, guys. Welcome back. Uh, don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to uh, check us out on YouTube. Just search VOC Nation Tube, and uh, you'll be able to see all these cool clips from all the different great shows that we have on the network. Uh, don't forget to su- subscribe to us on Patreon, Ray. It's not quite OnlyFans, but it's it's on its way. Uh, I, I want to work in, uh, you know, different adult-themed things as well, you know, for the higher tiers. Yeah, $3 a month, though, is the uh, the basic one, and you can get a lot with that, So, including all these shows without ads, which to me is a huge plus <laughs> right there. Full video versions, lots of great features available, so be sure to subscribe to us on Patreon. Uh, we were talking all kinds of stuff before the break. And, by the way, thank you to Ray Kalitri, uh, amazing wrestler and a great story. And I look forward to being part of Night of Unusual Matches, ECWAWrestling.com, this Saturday in Morganville, New Jersey. Before we jump back in, though, Stro, what do you got going on this week, man? Uh, this Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time of VOC Nation will be another edition of WCW Retro. And this Thursday night's discussion will be the career of the Rock and Roll Express. So we're really yes. looking forward to uh, uh, diving into that with the callers. And Friday night at midnight Eastern Standard Time will be my horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Maestro. And this Friday night's feature will be Attack of the Giant Leeches. Wow. So tune in. Yeah. A classic. You know, um... Rock and Roll Express, uh, a, a funny memory. Uh, Matt Grimm and I went to this Raw in 1998. It was um, it was the one with uh, Stone Cold where uh, he tied his hand behind his back and he went to fight Vince. And then I mm. guess it was uh, Dude Love came out and made the save, and that kind of spearheaded the Dude Love versus Stone Cold feud back in 1998. Uh, but anyway, um, that was the night, it turns out, that Rock and Roll Express ended up leaving WWE. And um, oh, and and why this is funny, why it's interesting, and why I plan to talk to him in May when I see him. Ricky Morton will be part of Super 8. Um, why that's cool, not cool, but uh, the way, like, that stadium works, there's, like, this, like, overhead area, and you can see the wrestlers mm-hmm. kind of 
pull in down the slope, like, you know, there's like a fenced area and like you can look down and you can yell at the wrestlers as they pull up. Uh, now, now that there's 2,000 wrestlers on the WWE roster, they have to almost park with the fans. But back then, all the wrestlers parked in this private area. Um, and I, we saw Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson get out of the car, wave to everybody, go inside. Stro, I'm not kidding you, 10 minutes later, they came out with their bags and left. And we never saw yeah. WWE again. So I literally oh saw God. them. Uh, they they must have gone there and just got told they had nothing for them and they weren't going to need them. And uh, they were on to the wow. next town. It's interesting. I about that. It was funny. Uh, <laughs> probably not so funny for them, but uh, it was funny as a fan. Uh, I often wonder, and this, this could be a fun topic, uh <laughs> How much different do you think Shawn Michaels' career would have ended up had the Rock and Roll Express never existed? Like if you think about oh, that, the Rock and Roll Express, uh, and, and from that they kind of got the Rockers, and Shawn would have never gotten his foot in the door. They certainly weren't going to take a chance on this kid who causes trouble and destroys hotel rooms and gets into fights every night, uh, among numerous other infractions, if they weren't willing to invest in that whole Rock and Roll gimmick. So it's it's interesting if you think about it. Um, I'll bet you Shawn Michaels' career would have ended up a whole lot differently if they weren't there. Right. I don't know. You're probably right. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. What do you think about that, Ray? Is it? Do you, do you think I'm onto something there? I mean, I think you are. Like, what Shawn Michaels became is certainly not what he was when, when he first started. I mean, you know, there would have been zero reason to to hire him because there, look, there were there were plenty of young guys who were willing to take hard bumps and who were willing to work long matches. Like, like you, you could have just picked dudes out of a hat. So yeah, I, I I think that definitely there's there's an aspect of his career that's owed to that. I I I I think so. I do. Uh let's go to uh let's go to the phones and I'm gonna bring on Todd first. Uh it's been a long time, brother, and it's great to have you back with us. What's going on, Todd? Good evening, team. I hope everybody's doing well. I happen to be up late working the work project. Yay. Um, looked at the <laughs> clock and was like, holy Wait, hold smokes, on. let me call in and say hello. And Wait, hold on. Say work project doing well. Say work project again. Say it. What, once more, sir? Yeah, what work project. Say it. Oh, I, yeah. I, um, if I were no, to say the word manager, work project. Ma- manager's internal control program. Okay, just say work project. Work project. There's a stupid payoff. I'm I'm not tracking, brother. (laughs) Sorry about that. I'm just being goofy. No, it's all right. Uh, Usually I call and give you grief. It's good for you to give me grief for a change. Fair is fair. Now we're just having fun tonight. Uh, it's uh, it, it is great to talk with you, Todd. I, I I hope life is well. It is. It is. The, uh, I'm just like I said. Want to call? Make sure everybody is doing well. The uh, I try to 
keep kind of sort of tabs on social media, see that you guys are killing it in the stats. Proud of you. Happy for you. Number one in Nigeria. Number one in your heart. <laughs> it's, it got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I actually thought it was yeah. funny um, because China and India, two of the more populated countries in the world, uh, they might even be one and two, aren't they? China and India? I think they are. Yep, um, they are. <laughs> so, there you go. We appeal to the masses, but not the not the more discerning yeah, listeners. Uh, well, <laughs> depends upon how you look at things. I read an article the other day that said mankind has uh, stopped increasing their basic intelligence quotient and are running the other way. So you should be able to pick up some new listeners. I'm yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> Yay for losing intelligence. you're right. If there is anything this show is known for, it's for attracting stupid listeners. Thanks for calling in. No, Ray. <laughs> He's in a mood tonight, ain't he? <laughs> yeah, right? Hey, just as long as everybody's having fun, and I don't know. Yeah, man. I'm pretty sure you know not to take you. anything personal. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, as long as everybody's doing good, I don't want to steal time from any of the other callers. Just wanted to make sure everybody's safe. And, again, I miss you all. Continue the success, miss you too, man. Take care we of yourself. Let it go. Todd, do you even watch slow. wrestling good, anymore? Bro. Like, is there any time for that? Yeah, not really. The um, I, Every yeah. now and again, um, what, what I'll do is I'll, I'll just, when there's something with the pay-per-view, if I can do it, I'll just go look at what the card is. I haven't looked at okay. results in forever. Um I always I always do a little homework for Stroh Show on Thursday night, but I always go to bed. <laughs> it's just gotcha. it I got you. Well, Todd, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, man. I, and like I said, I, I hope nothing but the best for you and your family. It sounds like everything's going okay. And uh, hopefully this uh, all this pandemic stuff will be behind us soon and things can kind of get back to the way they should be. Yes, sir. That would be awesome. That would, well, that's the case. That means I go back to work instead of being with the family. So, oh, that's with true. At least you get to be around them. The yang. That's uh, that's yeah. the way it works. But yeah, everybody, again, stay safe, please. Take care of yourselves. Continued success. Love you, brother. You too, Todd. Love you all. Take, take, take care. Take care. Thank you, thank you, brother. Yeah. That was uh short and sweet. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> What's Rat Boy got there? Triple threat match. Women tag team at WrestleMania. Is that confirmed, Rat Boy? Up or down? Confirmed? It's a rumor. I got you. He's just guessing, Cassie. That's what he does. I do think it's going to be. I feel like, but, uh, that's a rumor. I feel like that's what Rat Boy did for most of his years in school. What? Get, wrote about or talked about rumors? Just guess. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant think about yeah. wrestling. That's what I did most of my years in school. Yes. I mean, I used to like, I was embarrassed because I didn't want people to know what I was doing, Kathy. So I would like, I would use initials. Like Hulk Hogan would be HH. Ultimate Warrior would be like UW. 
and I'd write out the whole WWE roster when I'm supposed to be taking my science notes, and then I would proceed oh, to, like, geez. organize them and make Survivor Series teams of five, like, based on the feuds. Like, if if they were to book Survivor Series today, what would the alliances be? And, Kathy, I must have done this for hours. I, I did okay in science. Probably not as good <laughs> as I could have done. But, uh, you know, I'm a wrestling oh, fan. Geez. What can I say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, we're all we're all with you, Brady. Yeah. Uh, Ray, did you have anything to? Uh, did you have any topics for tonight? Or I do have a I do yeah, have I'm, a topic. I'd, I'd love to get into it. it. So, um, uh, the NXT moves to Tuesday is now official. It, it is, isn't it? I saw Triple H it, said something about it. It is, and that's what I was going to bring up is. Um, uh, so Triple H gave an interview, and uh, in the interview he was talking a little bit about, you know, he talked about the move, and he talked about some other things, too, about about mm-hmm. being on Peacock and, and some of the upsides to that. Uh, but there was a quote he said that stood out to me, and I understand that to a degree you have to, when you're in the position that he's in, you have to give, like, a positive corporate answer to, to something like this. Mm-hmm. But phrasing matters. Phrasing, mother. Sorry, yeah, phrasing, much Archer. phrasing matters. Oh, phrasing is so. Archer's so good. <laughs> Archer's so good. No, we, can talk, we, we should do an Archer show. We should. Anyway. That's how you get ants. Do you want <laughs> ants? for like a year. <laughs> she drops a box of donuts. <laughs> she, <laughs> she comes out. Do you want ants? Because that's how you get ants. <laughs> They've heard that joke for like two seasons. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. And they kind of brought it back at the end. <laughs> See, I, I at some point when they started doing the ones where he was in a coma and like it, it, the whole show was like just in his head, I, I didn't like that season and I got away from it. But I'll go that back. Season that season wasn't good, but the last one where they're in his head and then within his head they're on the tropical island. <laughs> that was solid. Okay. That was solid. Anyway, freezing matters. <laughs> freezing, Brady. Freezing, mother. Freezing. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's got a giant pile of cocaine. <laughs> she eats oh it. And it's like a place. She eats it. It's such a good episode. It really was. And then Kenny Loggins have them on. Sorry, I keep I keep sidetracking you. Uh, Archer, we really should do an Archer. Archer's mom shows. Archer's mom shows us. What happened to all the cocaine? <laughs> yeah, because oh, they were going to sell it. That was their plan to get oh, off man. the island. <laughs> wow. Uh, we ought to start at the beginning and just do an episode of show. It would be amazing. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not against this. <laughs> Phrasing. <Okay>. Phrasing. <laughs> Phrasing, Brady. Triple H said, I feel NXT is now in a very good position to do well on Tuesday nights. Yeah. But you're competing against literally nothing now. Right. 
They're competing against <laughs> us. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> They're taking away from our live numbers. <laughs> if, you're, if you're competing, you're competing against Stro and and a couple idiots. Rat boy with a stuffed monkey. That's what you're competing against. Uh, like, like, if you want Stro, you can just go get your, you your Stro fix later on in the week. You, you don't have to get you don't have to get us imbeciles mixed in with it. No, but uh, oh, excuse, well positioned now. They, they better be. We <laughs> get no one. The, the Tuesday night wars have begun. <laughs> I, I just. Oh, I just man. want to point out that we ran SmackDown off of Tuesday night already, so I think we'll be okay. <laughs> I love it. I like it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Tora, let's go to Tora real quick. Uh, what's going on, Tora? What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah, we win. Here we go. Doing all right? All right, Tora, I was yeah. thinking... Um, what is the best pizza topping? <laughs> well, you got you got hamburger and pineapple. Hamburger and pineapple. Hamburger and pineapple. Hamburger and pineapple. Okay. I can't, I can't do this. Would that make the pineapple like a hamburger helper in a way? Uh, no. Sorry, guys. Tora, I was looking at this math problem today, and I need your help. It's um, it's got a parenthesis, right? And it's three plus one is inside the parenthesis, and then it said divided by four. What would I do first? Well, let's start That's kind of confusing. The three plus one is what? Mm-hmm. What's three plus one? Four. I'm just trying to figure out where we're at here. Four is It's all right. I got you. What, what's going on, Tori? How, how you doing, love? You doing I'm doing good? great. Yeah. Yeah. You're at the bar, it sounds like. I would be doing great. Yeah. Now, do you have to wear a mask when you're in there? Yeah. Okay, now, how do you, what do you have, like, a hole in your mask for when you're drinking? I think you just uh, soak the mask. You just take it out. Oh, I would do that. Slam it up against your face. You know what I started doing? I got two masks, and I, I crumple them up, and I put one in each ear, and it works so much better. Yeah. <laughs> you excited for WrestleMania? Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, cool. What you were saying, right? We, we'll move this along. Don't worry. No, I was just going to say, Tora just listed um, things with that, and none of them particularly good. Hamburger and pineapple. Yeah, well, that, that's disgusting. So, <laughs> well, Randy, I suppose my question to you uh, thanks for calling, Tora. Have a good night. Love uh, my question to you. Um, <laughs> Would be that question to you would be like is uh, is the cheese on the pizza already there or are you counting that as a topic? 
Oh, I don't count it as a topping. Okay. Uh, because if it, uh, if it's not there, then isn't that technically a tomato pie? I might be wrong about that. So, I mean, that's kind of what I think. Um, but I, I wanted to make sure um, because if it's that one, like that obvious. Okay. So there I, are a handful of accessible pizza toppings. Yeah. Pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Uh, sausage. If it is uh, crumble sausage, I don't want chunks. Disgusting. Can't do it. I prefer when they have the Italian sausage too, if at all possible. Yes. Yes. You don't want you don't want non-spicy sausage. You want you want the little bit of heat from the Italian sausage if you can get it. Uh, spinach is acceptable. Yeah. Mushrooms acceptable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, mushrooms are delicious. Love it. And um, if if it's done okay, um, the extra garlic that's kind of like chopped up on top that's acceptable. You know, mm. I love I love the garlic on a white pizza, which doesn't have the tomato sauce. The garlic and the oil Ooh. is amazing. Oh, yeah. It sounds really good. Actually, it's funny. Um, I, I would also give a lot of love to olives. I, I, I love olives. I love all of them. Oh, I love olives, um, yes. Uh, uh, amazing. Mm. I, I had a friend who used to give me a hard time about olives, but I, I just think they're great. And, uh, you know, any kind of peppers. They're good for your skin. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I have an yeah. olive complexion. That mm-hmm. and because of the... <laughs> that because, that and because yeah. of the cream that Kelly says makes me look like Donald Trump. Uh, the, you know, the... The tanning cream. I, <laughs> but um, uh, I don't. Anyway, anyway, uh, you know, Ray. I was going to say because you mentioned the cheese is that a topping, and I can tell you that Domino's definitively considers cheese a topping, uh, because I ordered on the app before and I forgot to select cheese, and wouldn't you know that I got olives and onions on a pizza <laughs> shell <laughs> with no tomato sauce and no cheese. It was a shell. It was a shell. I should have taken a picture. It was a shell with olives and onions. They had my phone number. I feel like maybe a simple phone call could have cleared it up. Um, but that's why I try not to order from the app that much. I got to tell you, I'm with you that, like, I would, uh, first off, I would not voluntarily eat Domino's. Um, like, if I were to order a pizza online in any capacity, whether it's just on a whether it's just on a website, which a lot of like which a lot of like smaller, more localized places will do now, um, or from an app, like I, I guess if I'm eating Papa John's or something, I mean do that. Um, mm-hmm. I would expect that if they received my order and it said shell, <laughs> onions, olives, <laughs> and mozzarella, oh, man. I would expect them, because your, your phone number is given to them with the order. Right. That's what I mean. I would expect, I would expect them to pick up and say, hey, bud. <laughs> you know what you're looking right? at. <laughs> And we want to make sure this is right because <laughs> our literal only job is to make pizza. <laughs> I mean, I didn't and answer. Suppose, yeah. No, go ahead. I'll, I was just saying, I, supp- I suppose 
No, I don't. No, <laughs> your <laughs> to make pizzas. Yeah. And like, like I, I'm going to need you to, when you see one that's that strange, I'm going to need you, I'm going to need you to verify that that is, in fact, the requested pizza construction. I mean, I didn't ask for a pizza box, so they technically could have delivered it in a trash bag, I guess. You know? <laughs> like, special instructions. Please deliver warm in a box. Kielbasa pizza. That's disgusting, that boy. You just bumped yourself I mean, further down the queue. Yeah. I mean, I, I just... Oh, like if I order, if I, if I, and I've never used any of these meal delivery services because I am capable of driving to a restaurant and simply carrying my meal out. Yeah. yeah. But like, like Me too. if I were to use, if I were to use one of the meal delivery services, um, what do you think the major one is? Is it still the Grubhub or is it the Uber Eats? There's a few. There's Grubhub. There's Caviar around here. They're really big. Uh, I don't like Caviar because I feel like every time we use them, we, they mess up. Um, but, I mean, during the pandemic, you know, I kind of learned to use them all. Uh, the Domino's experiment happened because I was at my old office and I was working late. I was the only one there. And I didn't want to leave the office just to take time to get a cheap, quick pizza. And Domino's is about the cheapest and the quickest usually that you can get. Uh, they were literally like right around the corner. So I thought, that's really smart. And it wasn't. It wasn't smart at all. My thing is this, though. Like if I were to use <laughs> one of those services and I were to order a, I were to order a cheeseburger. Yeah. Like would I have to select a bun? <laughs> that's what like, I mean. Or, Special like, instructions. Like, okay. Please <laughs> cook the raw chicken. <laughs> yeah. Like, how detail do we need to get here? Like, do I get, do I get like, the styrofoam burger, like, to-go burger tray? <laughs> do I get that with just, like, uh, like an ice cream tube of raw meat? <laughs> Oh, gosh. Here is your burger. Some <laughs> assembly required. <laughs> uh, These are parts of a pizza. If you have a can of tomato sauce <laughs> and some cheese, right. you, too, you too can. <laughs> it's like a pizza kit. <laughs> like we used to uh, sell in grape bottles. Yeah. The bubblies, yeah. Well, we used, yeah, we used to sell them in, in grade school. They were great. It was like, you know, came with the shell, like what Domino's gave me, but <laughs> it came with a bag of cheese, like Domino's forgot to add. <laughs> it came with a, a bag of sauce, which Domino's also neglected to uh, consider a <laughs> crucial part of the pizza. And, uh, yeah, so. Uh, right, I know deep down in there there was a topic, and I don't remember what it was because I cut you off with Archer, and then I cut you off with Tora. And then I cut you off with pizza, but I know there was something deep down in there, and I am struggling to remember what it was. Well, it was Triple H's NXT. And oh, yeah, that's and, right. Like, yeah, literally. We think NXT is really well positioned. I'll, I'll, I'll do this again for people yeah. that might have joined late, because I assume if you're watching, if you're listening to this case or you're watching it uh, on YouTube, then you've watched from this point. 
Yeah, hooray for YouTube. Um, <laughs> Patreon, baby. We, we think NXT is really well positioned to do well. Position to do really well on Tuesday night. Again, it better be. It better be. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be like. To be competing with Wipeout. Yes. Like, like that would be like if I was on a baseball field by myself and said, I am really well positioned to be able to run to third base safely. Like, I don't think who's going to be out. Yeah. It would be like, um, it would be like if Villanova decided to drop out of whatever. I don't follow college basketball, so this is a terrible. Uh, analogy, it's going to be. But like if Villanova decided, like, we don't want to be in our conference anymore, we're going to drop down to the high school league. And it's like, all right, well, we feel like we're very well positioned to compete here. Kind of the same thing. It is. Like, like I mean, it would, it would. It would be as if it would be like the 97 Bulls. Um, you know, <laughs> moving you know they moved. You know they moved to play in like the Patriot League or the America East Conference, and they were taken out of like, Albany University, and you know, or like you know, maybe if they moved to the MEAC, they're taken out of, like Stony Brook or something. And we feel like we're really well positioned. I, I hope so. They're not even competing That's with it. Impact. Exactly. Like like you're competing against. The Maybe. viewers that you are, the viewers you're looking for, you're you're literally competing against pornography. I guess would probably be the only thing. Maybe he didn't know that Impact was moving nights. Maybe he thought that they were moving to uh, compete with Impact instead. Just like like opposite. You're competing against literally nothing. Now, how long do you think it'll be before NXT overtakes Raw in the ratings? Now unchecked. Or, or worse yet, AEW overtake Raw. I can't even imagine the uh, the blitz that will happen then. I I would suspect that if you were able to look at unique viewers, because some of this is overlap, right? Mm-hmm. I would suspect that if you look at unique viewers, they are already pretty close. Probably. I mean, not knowing how they break it down, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think if you, I think if you said, okay, okay, that one set of eyeballs only counts one time. It doesn't matter how many places they access the content. Yeah. I would venture to say, I mean, clearly, obviously, AEW is still trailing and not exactly by a narrow margin, but I would say that it is more game than some people might care to admit. It, it always depends on how close, like... It might have a good... Yeah, it's just, it yeah. just like, this, this is a ridiculous statement. Anyway, well, I mean, it is. No, it is. Um... No, I was just going to say, I, I feel like, uh, you know, the um, the people that are critical of, like, you know, wrestling combat, I, I, who was it? Was it Jim Cornette recently said that, like, winning Wednesday Night War meant nothing because it just meant that you had 700,000 viewers. 
Um, 700,000 viewers isn't a far cry from what's WWE getting, 2 million, maybe? I don't even know if they're doing that anymore. I feel like they're below below 2 million at this point. Like, it, it's w- without competition, if literally people are watching these shows live, and I, I happen to be an on-demand viewer, uh, because wrestling to me um, today, in today's day and age, the product that I see is not something that I can just sit in front of a TV and watch. I have to be doing something else while I'm consuming it. Otherwise, I will go insane. And something, you know, I'll get taken away, and I will probably just uh, just keep repeating gibberish all the time, you know. I, I probably will sound not unlike the Young Bucks or, or Kenny Omega, you know, if, if I get... So anyway, my point is... Um, I don't think that most viewers are live anymore, and I don't know exactly what counts toward these numbers, but I feel like they can't be that far off from Raw as it is. WWE just chooses not to worry about the ratings as much anymore just because of all their other sources of income, which is a far cry, Stro, from when you were around, like, you know, on TV, and uh, ratings were king. You know, and yeah. people people made careers based on how many people tuned in. Right. They don't care anymore. It doesn't seem like. Yeah, I'm the ball game now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of reverted to how it was pre WCW, but their motivations are different. It, it's they don't care about ratings because they have the WWE network. And they have Saudi Arabia, and they have Fox, and they have NBC, and they have all these different arrangements. Do you know what I mean? So that's why it doesn't matter so much to them. Um, in fact, deal even like up until like maybe a year or two ago, I really thought there was a chance that USA would end up that they'd end up leaving that deal at the end of the USA contract and putting Raw on the WWE network just because it's so much cheaper to do it. Uh-huh. That's what I expected would happen. Now I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. Maybe it will. But in any event, yeah, no, it's crazy. And NXT, like, for them to say, yeah, we're not competing, or I'm sorry, for them to say, you know, we feel like this is the best competitive environment for us, like, I don't know who he's trying to kid. I, I, I can tell you as a wrestling fan, it's nice to spread the shows out. I got something every night of the week now, as opposed right. to before, when I had to like binge watch stuff. So I don't know. Rappel, you look ridiculous. Look at him. Look at him with his. Look at him with his hat. He's got those ears. I know you're waiting, brother. I know you're. We, we can bring Rappel on. We'll bring Rappel on now. Um, and then right, uh, we have more callers as well. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the uh, number to call in. I just sent you a request to unmute there, Rat Boy. There you go. What what's going on, Rat Boy? We're we're just uh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Rat I like boy, you better muted now. Mi- take the microphone out of your throat. We used to say it sounded like he ate a sock before he called in. He sounded like a nursery rhyme. 
He looks like he looks like a character from Bob's Burgers. Isn't there a character that wears bunny ears like that? Please. Hey, I'm Bad yeah. Bunny. Come on, I'm a Bad Bunny. Excuse me. He's Bob. He's Bob. You know Easter Bunny? Yeah, I'm the rat bunny. I'm actually the bad bunny, bird bunny, uh, Roger Rabbit, you want to call what he's rabbit, rabbit, I'm bunny bunny, but I'm the rat bunny. You know, I'm the only, only, only the rat bunny. The Mad Hatter. Yeah. I just want to make everybody happy Easter because it is Easter weekend coming up. Happy so Easter, Rep Boy. You know why I like the Easter Bunny better than you? Because he, come, he only comes once a year. Ah. 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 I'm only kidding. It's okay. Aww. I heard, okay, two students, okay, I'm going to name two of them right now that are already in the uh, Hall thing this year. Other than beating up Scotty, Captain Kirk, Graham something. What are you saying? What are you saying? Beating up Scotty, Captain Kirk. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. What are you saying? We're familiar with it. William Shatner. And plus, okay, I'm not sure if he's in it. This is going great. It's about time that they notice him. Let's give it up to the king that's going to be in the Hall of Fame this year. King? Yeah. King. All right, thank you for that. But what about the great colleague? The great colleague is in it. Bravo. Bravo. Wait a minute. If you see all these people, they're Tai Chi. There's no Tai Chi yet. I'll tell you one better. There's nobody before I the hope year that, 1998. I hope that, I hope that train hits this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see if Roman just came out of nowhere and shoulder tackled. <laughs> Who's that guy who has his own program? And he, he makes all these goofy sounds and gives all these shock tips. What's his name? Jim Cramer? Yeah, yeah. Rap Boy kind of reminds me of him giving us, like, spoilers for, um, <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, Rap Boy does bring up a good point, though, and I think it should be a topic once I mute him in a minute. Uh, because the Hall of Fame this year, in spite of the fact that it's two classes, uh, there's not a lot of diversity there. You know, everybody is from, like, the 90s or the 2000s, basically. There's no tag teams. Um the women are Molly Holly and the Bellas. There's 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 nobody from like that classic '80s wrestling that I grew up with. Uh, there's I I uh, they they need they need to uh, to fix this. I'm, I'm guessing Jushin Liger is probably the uh, the longest tenured guy in it. Wow. So I think about that. I guess the Bulldog. I, mean, I guess technically Davy Boy Smith. Right. He's a uh, he, he's, yeah. he's he's an '80s guy. So my thing is this: like, like you look at the number of the number of guys from from that era that are left, 
I mean, you're, most of them are not guys that you're going to call upon to work again. So, you know, your last kind of your your last hurrah would be inducting them into the hall. I mean, do you want to do you want to blow that on a year where you're not really going to have fans? No, you save them to go in with Batista. <laughs> <laughs> I think presentation-wise, I, I have they confirmed that there's not going to be any fans? Because it makes sense to me that you could do it. I thought it said, like, limited capacity. Okay. Well, well, limited capacity well, probably just means wrestlers and their families, or, or their invited guests is probably what that means. But there's going to be people there. Well, we find out Tuesday night because that's where they're going to show it on Peacock. The whole thing was on Peacock. And you won't be able to pause it or rewind it. So, When somebody says something funny, you're just going to have to sit and watch it. Yep. Peacock. Don't worry about it. I I can watch it on both ends. I can watch you and I can watch it on my my, my TV behind this one. All right, brother. Well, have a happy Easter, and I'm sure we'll talk to you real soon. I love you. Right, I got Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everybody. Oh, crap. Ray, I accidentally muted you. I didn't mean to. Uh, there we go. Uh, this is giving me I'm trouble. Here. Yeah. There we go. I don't know why. Okay, I just sent you a request to unmute, Ray. Sorry about that. Okay, there we go. There we go. Sorry about that. Ray. Hey. All right. Hey, hey I'm in. Um, why does Ratboy's voice always sound like an ant person? Like an ant person? You know, he'd be great in a Pixar yeah. movie. He would, right? Like, like, but like, he'd be good as like that that surprise villain where like at first you don't know if it's a good guy or a bad guy, but all of a sudden there's the turn, and then Ratboy's like, ha ha! Yeah. And then he's doing yes. Or like, you and know what he would be? He unleashes Donkey Kong. <laughs> you know what he would be to me? Like, if you watch, like, have you ever, I mean, obviously, it's we're not the demographic, but like a Lifetime movie, right? Uh, there's a guy. I've watched several Lifetime movies. There's a guy who, and I'm not saying you so don't take this the wrong way, but like there's a guy who, let's say, lures children into his van, and the children can't identify who it is. And Rat Boy's like the creepy guy in the neighborhood that everybody, the entire guy, the entire movie, they think it's Rat Boy that's doing this. And it turns out it's not. It's the local pastor who lives next door to most of the children. That That's every Lifetime movie, and that's Rat Boy. He's the, he's the decoy heel. There was a Lifetime <laughs> movie. We'll, we'll talk about it after the, We'll talk about it after we go off. Uh, yeah, yeah. That way it's sort of downloaded on the content. There's a Lifetime movie that is hysterical. Okay. That is, um, <laughs> uh, once we, uh, we, can talk, we can talk about Yeah, it no, it's all good. It's all good. What did you think about Braun Strowman with the train sounds? Because <laughs> you weren't here last week. I had some fun with that, uh, as you can imagine. Oh, my. Oh, my. I was here last week. Wait, no, I thought you were off last week. Oh, no, you were off two weeks ago. No, I don't know. You were here then. Never mind. Never mind. 
I can't keep track of it all in my head. Sometimes we're here, sometimes we're not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ray, so you were saying about that Lifetime movie. Okay, so it's, uh, <laughs> it's I forget the title of the movie. I, can look, I mean, I can look it up. In fact, I will as I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's a Lifetime movie about a, uh, a family who watches their son destroy his life because of his addiction to masturbation. And, like, it's just such a preposterous Wait a premise. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like they're spying on me. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> okay, hold on. That was Life a joke. Movie, swimmer. I have friends that are like that, by the way. Their lives are just crap because that's their favorite thing. Okay, let's see if I can find this. I personally love working from home now. Here we go. A joke. It's a joke. From 2005. (laughs) I'm joking. 2005. Cyber seduction. His secret life. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, So let's see. Let's pull. Can you read the read the plot? I'm pulling. I'm I'm going to uh, IMDb to see if I can. uh, Yeah. I can pull up a plot. That, that way, I that way I don't leave anything out. That's what yeah. he was doing, pulling up a plot. <laughs> While you're looking that up, I'm actually going to take. Uh, let's go to. Uh, uh, I think this is Anthony in uh, Kansas. Uh, what's going on, brother? How you doing, man? What's up? What's up? Are you uh, you geared up for WrestleMania? Yeah. I don't know. I guess anything in anything inspire you. You sound like so. Is it just wrestling's got you bored, or life got you down, or what? You're you're not the guy this Lifetime movie is about, are you? No. No. Me neither. I don't. I don't know. WrestleMania is probably okay. I guess. What do you think about Daniel Bryan being in that main event spot? What do you think about Edge being heel? Sorry, I, I keep firing questions at you. I don't know. I wouldn't say he's probably healed. He's just angry or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kind of, bipolar, well, maybe. Probably. He maybe he's bipolar. I don't know. I was going to say, attack him with a chair. Like, if I did that, people wouldn't say I was just angry. Like, if I went out and hit my neighbor with a chair, I mean, they might say I'm angry, but they probably will say more than that about me. That gamma radiation. Yeah, a lot of people I thought seen it coming that Daniel Bryan was going to be added after what happened at Fastlane because it showed brains tapping out. I don't know. I think, I think maybe, it would. But. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking my guess would be Daniel Bryan's in there because either two things is going to happen. Uh, Edge is going to pin Daniel Bryan. So that way Roman doesn't get pinned or whatever, but he still loses the title. Or they're going to do a repeat of WrestleMania 30, and Daniel Bryan's going to win. He's going to get one last run. Hopefully it's not as short as the Miz's title run. But Yeah. I I hope Roman Reigns taps them both out with a double triangle choke. Like, just one guy under each arm, 
<laughs> locks it in. They both tap at the same time. That's what I hope is going to happen. But I'm so tired of triple triple threat matches at WrestleMania. Uh, you know what I always say, uh, Steve? I, I say leave the uh, leave the three ways to the bedroom. You know what I mean? There has no place on the main stage like that. I don't know. Everybody's ever since last year when Brun Marines came back, and now he's acting like a a bad douchebag heel or whatever. Yeah. Jeez. Um, everybody's riding his coattails or whatever. I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. really a big fan of him. Never really was. Well, who are you but, a fan of? Like, what what gets you excited? What what melts your butter? I don't know. Currently in WWE. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know. Currently in WWE. Um, probably mm-hmm. just like Daniel Bryan. Uh, okay. I mean, it's nice. It's nice to see Edge back. Um, there ain't really too many, really. Well, we were just talking about two of those guys, and you didn't seem too excited. That's why I wondered. Oh no, I mean that's okay. I would say that'll probably be probably one of the more top matches mm-hmm. between that and what about? I don't know what the hell. What? Huh? What about uh? What about the French guy, uh, Robert Shields? Or Robert Lashley, I mean. Uh, not Robert Shields. He was actually an independent guy. Oh, Lashley. Uh, Ro- Bobby Lashley. What do you think about him? Because he's yeah, one of my favorites. They're doing, yeah, they're doing a pretty good thing with him. It came at kind of out of nowhere. Did it, I mean, did it they piss weren't... you off that they broke up the Hurt Club? Because it hurt. It, it pissed me off. And it pissed a bunch yeah. of us off. Yeah, kind of. But last night, I don't know what the hell they were doing. I don't like know. I'm hoping so. that do like a, Do you remember when like Vince McMahon like exploded in the limo, and then like the next week something awful happened and Vince McMahon came out and started talking uh, to people yeah. again. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that what they'll do is that this past episode of Raw was just a dream well, that the Miz had, and like <laughs> we're just well, going to go back to the regular the, programming. The, the thing the thing yeah. that it was was last week last week. Uh, What's his face? Uh, Drew, Drew McIntyre. It was all a dream. Beat, Drew McIntyre beat uh, Cedric and uh, Shelton or whatever it was. They had that band or whatever. The island. <laughs> but last night, last night, after Ali faced uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, Ricochet. for the show. Uh-huh. Baron, Baron Corbin came in and started oh, beating up on Drew McIntyre. So I'm wondering, did you? Did I'm, you like Baron I'm wondering if he's out? going back. I'm wondering if he's going back to Raw and they're going to align uh, Corbin with uh, Lashley or whatever. It looked like it. it looked like they were going to align Corbin with Lashley. Or Something I mean, like then I've I've seen some people talk online like when Keith Lee comes back, he should join her business or something like that. But I don't really see him fitting into that. Yeah, I don't, no, know. I don't either. I mean, they could they could start a new her business, like because I saw someone say online mm-hmm. something about uh, if they're on commentary, mm-hmm. MVP says the her business mm-hmm. isn't. Uh, Gone or something like that. It's just not without 
or with without a shelter in or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. I guess. Uh-huh. It's All right, hell. How excited yeah, are you well, for WrestleMania? Hopefully things will, hopefully things will shape yeah. up, and uh, next week will be a little better. Uh, great talking oh, to you. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Take care, brother. Yeah. You too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> So you were saying <laughs> with the with the movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I found I found a good plot summary for Cyber Seduction: His Secret Life, a 2005 okay. masterpiece from Lifetime Films. Uh-huh. Okay. Justin Peterson is an all-state swimming champion with a religious girlfriend, slightly overzealous parents and a younger brother who whines and eats a lot. Everything good in his life... Yeah. Everything good in his life comes to a screeching halt when he receives a link to a website owned by high school senior Monica who does things for her boyfriend on webcam. Okay. Justin develops an intense addiction to internet porn that causes his mother to go into his stairs and his father shortly thereafter and alienates his girlfriend. And, and, I re- and now I remember this last part, and this is this is what turns it from just like a run-of-the-mill bad lifetime movie into something farcical. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's using his teacher face. <laughs> I, I, I am. This is exactly what I do. Wow. I'm using my um, clown face. Go ahead. Sure are, bud. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, he develops an affinity for energy drinks and lying about homework assignments. Like, what happens in the movie is that he starts watching porn. And then, like, like somehow that leads to, like, I need a lot of Red Bull. Like, I guess because it's going to allow him to watch more porn. Oh, my. Like, it's, it's like two, it's like two horrible plots, sort of, two horrible together to form one extremely horrible plot. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it, it could be a lot worse, you would think. Like, he could incorporate drugs into it, and he didn't do that. But yeah, now it's uh, he's got problems. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's very, it's 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 funny in like a. Um, have you seen Best in Show? <laughs> no. Is that about a horse? Okay. No. <laughs> Is it about uh, a dog? Uh, oh my god! It's the Christopher <laughs> Guest documentary about dog shows. Oh no, I never saw it. Anyway. Uh, yeah. anyway it's very funny in like that way and like this surrealist way where like you're you're wait like you're waiting for like Fred Willard to wander out and start like being a voice or something. Right. Oh my god. And it just kind of never comes. The kid does, but uh, uh multiple times. Fred but Fred oh, wait. does that. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any more callers for this ridiculous show? No. 
No, no, we're good. I, I, um, <laughs> I did want to talk about the hurt business a little. I mean, we talked about it with Anthony, obviously, and we talked about it uh, earlier tonight when Matt brought it up as a topic. But uh, I feel like you had one of the more productive things that they've done this year uh, through Lashley and with the help of MVP creating essentially four stars that were central to the raw brand for um, the better part of a year. And most recently were tag team champions. Um, It annoyed me when Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander were um, just guys there, not doing anything, floating aimlessly. No doubt would have been on that list that you had read um, prior to that push. And to see them kick to the curb just weeks off of what should have been a high point for the group made no sense to me. And I don't see the payoff in it. Um, if they've given that spot to Baron Corbin, then I think that's a shame because that isn't a spot that he needed. Um, I think he would have been better in a different spot or, like you said, kind of retool what you're doing with him. Um, I think it's a shame that they invested all that time in those guys. Um, much like Andrade, it's just wasted potential. And now when Shelton Benjamin gets released after WrestleMania, and they'll be like, oh, well, we just couldn't come up with anything for him after the hurt. Bit. Well, you guys chose to not have him in that group. And that's a shame because it made a lot of sense for them to be there. Just my thought. In addition to the fact that it's shameful, um, and I can speak to this just from like a, just like a, a sort of like, wow, I can't believe you're doing this category. Strong could probably speak to this to a little bit different perspective. To me, and just from the position that I'm able to have and the perspective that I'm able to have, yes, it is, it's, it's frustrating to watch them take guys that are genuinely talented and have genuine potential and essentially not know what to do with them. Yeah. It is more frustrating to see them pour resources into these guys, and, like, significant resources. Significant resources. This wasn't Kizarni. This wasn't when you invested all that time in Simbodi, but, like, when you were really out were, you know, you know, a bumper segment each week on SmackDown for a few months. Yeah. You invested significant time and resources into these guys, and you just and like your solution is to immediately get rid of them the second that you are unsure of what to do with them. It, it's it's so frustrating. And and Stroh, I would say this this would be more something you could speak to. I have got to imagine that as a performer, it is disheartening to see that because. Having the kind of investment that those guys got should be a signal that you are more secure in your position that clearly than what they are. It, you know, all the time, like we've talked about, they invested in building up the Hurt Business to be the premier faction on Raw and having to all suddenly disband before their biggest uh, pay-per-view of the year. I mean, you would hope and think there's 
they have bigger plans ahead for for these individuals. But you just the way things have been going, you just really don't know. So, and and they've like you said, we've talked about, they put so much effort into making them the premier um, faction on, on the raw brand throughout the year. But they've been pretty much one of the people that have been carrying the load, if you will. Yeah. On 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 raw, so it's um it's disheartening to me. As a wrestling fan, as somebody who's making it a point at some point to uh, check out Raw every week, usually on Tuesday before the show. Um, When I I saw that, uh, real quick, when I saw them get kicked out of the group in the first segment, I turned off Raw and I haven't finished it. And I really don't have a desire to right now. I'm sure I'll get to it later in the week, but... Um, I can't imagine I'm the only person that looked at that and said, like, that's something that I want to continue watching. Go ahead. Sorry. It is. It's frustrating. You're, you're fine. You're fine. I think that mic's on the way, so I think the, I think the cutting off is my fault. Yeah, that's a problem um, sometimes. So it's, it's frustrating, and it's – okay. So, you know, if you take you – know, let's, let's put this in some other industry. You know, Brady, if, if – if you're writing for some publication, it doesn't matter. And you and I both have writing backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're different writing backgrounds, but you and I mm-hmm. both have writing backgrounds. If, if some publication, whether it is a newspaper or a journal or a magazine, it doesn't matter, if they put significant time and resources into positioning you to be maybe not, maybe not, you know, maybe not the fox, maybe not the face of the project, but certainly one of the standard bearers for the publication, whatever it is. Yeah. That should give you at least a nominal sense of security. Mm-hmm. At the very least, at the very least, if you're going to be dismissed untimely, it's going to be it should it, it should be because of something you did that forced them to do that. Those yeah. kind of resources would should imply to you that you are you know, obviously nothing is guaranteed, but that you are relatively secure in your position. And it's frustrating to see that kind of security mm-hmm. very obvious destroyed because for better or worse that is the pre, that is the premier wrestling promotion for us in the United States and to a large degree the world and so as a as a fan of wrestling and of the truly larger than life moments that go around it you want to see in this case WWE because they're, they're the premier company you want to see them be able to attract the biggest stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's those big stars that are able to create those moments. I love Grizzly Redwood, but I know that there is not necessarily a Rock versus Hogan electric standoff between Grizzly Redwood and some other. I, I understand that. It doesn't make me less of a fan of him. It doesn't lessen his career, but I also understand that some people are who they are. 
And so in addition to obviously being able to empathize with it and saying, okay, this, this has got to be frustrating from a performance standpoint, it is frustrating from a fan standpoint, not just because something good has been taken away. It's frustrating because if you are able to kind of step outside yourself, you say, well, this has got to make WWE a less attractive option to other guys mm-hmm. who are looking to sign for things. There comes a point where the money is no longer life-changing. You know, the difference Andrade, I guess Andrade came out and was talking about how he made, how his, his yearly salary was $3 million uh, with, with WWE. He did better than uh, I thought. Which is better than I would have thought, too. Yeah. So, so I guess I guess my thing is this: if you can make a million dollars a year, and know that you are in more secure creative hands, or at yeah. the very least, at the very <laughs> least, you, you know what your standing is. Yeah. The difference between what I and, and like I get for like ninety nine percent of our audience, this is going to sound unfathomable, and perhaps it's the my background maybe just allows me to think about it this way. The difference between one million dollars and three million dollars is essentially nothing. Sure. Like, so like, there's going to come a point where WWE's checkbook doesn't matter. And I I am worried that handling people the way they handle this is going to expedite that end before they're able to rectify any problems that they have. Right. It's frustrating all around. It is. It is. I, I um first of all, if I had a million dollars, the first thing I would do, Ted DiBiase suit, definitely. Like you know, dollar sign the whole deal. I would have to do that if I had a million dollars for sure. Um, you know, Ratboy in the um, in the video here, he's kind of flipping out while you're talking. Uh, Andrade chose to leave. Andrade chose to leave. You're right, Ratboy. Andrade chose to leave. Uh, but why did he choose to leave? He chose to leave because he's been sitting on the shelf since October. He's done nothing. He's been mostly healthy. It's the same reason why the Revival left. It's the same reason why Sean Spears left. It's the same reason why most of these guys leave, uh, because WWE has too much talent, and they don't know how to utilize everybody. And so you want to leave because you want to be doing something, because, yeah, uh, he could make $3 million with WWE, or he could make $1 million with, I'm going to say, AEW, just, just for an example, because that's where a lot of guys go. Uh, the same thing with the Big Show. The Big Show wanted to leave, but the Big Show wanted to leave because WWE didn't want to use him in such a way where he was being maximized for what he was capable of doing, and that's the problem. WWE shouldn't be paying guys that they have nothing for. If they only paid guys that they utilized, they would figure out very quickly how to utilize more guys. I guarantee you, and they would have a lot more money at their disposal to be able to do it. Um, it, it's just common sense to me, and it is something that irked me for a while. It, the Andrade thing brought it to the service, but certainly just seeing 
the way this went down with, with Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, um, I don't know what they're making, but I guarantee you they're being overpaid if they go to not being on TV at all, which is what I'm afraid is going to happen, and that's a shame. Uh, Ricochet is overpaid uh, because they're not using him. The guy is amazing, and they don't use him. And there are so many talented people on that roster that are just incredible, and they don't use them. And they say, can we at least go down to NXT and continue to wrestle? And WWE says no. And they have 18 brands and all these different shows. Um, I'm going to get, okay, you've got three hours of Raw. You've got two hours of NXT is five. Two hours of SmackDown is seven. Uh, you've got a pay-per-view every six weeks, right? So six weeks, so let's say, for the sake of argument, two and a half hours a month of pay-per-view. Is that right? No, probably something like that, whatever. Uh, say three hours, just to be safe. So that's ten. Um, so that's ten right there. Uh, that's an hour. That's not including the hour of WWE UK, uh, NXT UK. That's not including main event, which is an hour. And uh, I think there's another one, too. You're looking at ultimately like 13, 14 hours of television a week. And they can't time for Aleister Black or Andrade or any number of other guys that left. You're paying David Otunga. Get rid of David Otunga. Even that guy could probably find a job as a commentator somewhere. I'm done. I, I, I just... That's how I feel. I am. I'm. I probably sound like Jim Cornette, like a cleaner version of Jim Cornette. But I, I it just bugs me. It just. Well, you bugs sound like me. a better version of Jim. You sound like a better version of Jim Cornette. <laughs> Jim Cornette is pretty great. <laughs> and like it's. Buddy Murphy, yes. I mean, your. I mean, no, your your frustration. I think is spot on because here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You have, and you're right. It's, it, it's like fourteen. It's like fourteen hours. Fourteen hours of programming every week, more or less. Something like that. I, I might have messed up the math on the paper. But, but yeah, you, 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 fudge, you fudge it a little bit depending, it depending on when you have a when you have a pay per view and so and, and whose pay per view and so like. like like you have, we'll call, sorry, we'll call it 12. You have 12 hours of programming every week. No. Not counting the mm-hmm. WWE Network content, by the way. That, that's true. That's yeah. true. You, know, you, have, you, have, you, have an, you have an absurd amount of programming every week. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You bring that up, and it's like, the point is, it does, it, it, you hit the point that it doesn't matter. You have, and you have so much time that you should be doing things with. And what you think you think you think you would have lost Andrade if if he was showing up every week on some show doing something? Hell no. Hell no you would not have lost him. Because if he's showing up somewhere every week, that means he's doing things. And if he's doing things, that means that means that the that means that in six weeks there's a pay per view platform somewhere. Sometimes it might be. Sometimes it might be on the big pay per view. Sometimes it might be on like a little NXT thing. He's not matter. He's not. What is is that if he's if he's showing up places, he's doing something. 
I also forget the pre-shows. Your only goal. Yeah. Your only goal as a wrestling company is to put guys on television because that draws buys, that draws subscriptions, that draws merch sales. And you can talk to me about movies all you want. That's not what's driving your bottom line. And it's not what's driving people to continue to buy your product. Your only goal should be to maximize the talent that you have on your roster. And they are, they are either incapable of doing so, and if they're incapable of doing so, then you, as Vincent Mann, you should go in, figure out where the problem is, and begin firing people down the line until you fix it. And if you don't want to, if you just, if you just say, tell us that we don't want to, we're fine with this, fine. But then accept that you are going to die. I feel like, Joe, I'd love to hear what you think. I feel like the WWE today, the way it's constructed, could have never competed in the Monday Night Wars. I, I feel like they would have been done within a year. Going like they're going against top-notch competition. Yeah, it was a very different time. <laughs> it is. It is. Very I different know. Time, yeah, yeah it, it's totally different, and that's part of it. But a large part of what's different is that the competition isn't there like that anymore. You know. So. Yeah. So that's about it. Lots of food for thought, uh, and I appreciate everybody's kind of thoughts on things tonight. I, I think um, we probably could. Uh, kind of wrap things up I think it's uh it's definitely getting late and, and uh yeah I, I enjoyed tonight it was a lot of great discussion again uh Ray did you have anything that you wanted to plug so I am temporarily banned from the Facebook I don't know what I did I did something apparently oh um so <laughs> I was unable to watch the Strozone uh, this week but I will be there this week to watch the leeches, and uh, uh, that's to me that's the big plug. Because I don't have like an actual entertainment career happening. Uh, uh, be there and um, enjoy the enjoy the leeches. Carry us out, boys. Hi, right, Stro. What do you got going on, man? Ah, uh, well, once again, this has been a highlight of the week. Every Tuesday night, absolutely. All. Uh, Thursday night, WWE Retro, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TheExtinNation.com. We, we're talking Rock and Roll Express. So bring your favorite Rock and Roll Express stories uh, Thursday night. And then Friday night, as uh, Ray alluded to, on the Stroh Zone at midnight Eastern Standard Time, the feature um, will be Attack of the Giant Leech uh, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stroh Maestro. So please tune in. All right. Uh, thank you to each and every one of you guys who tuned in tonight to In the Room. Thank you to Ray Kalitri for stopping in. Be sure to check him out. This Saturday, ECWA's Night of Unusual Matches, headlined between Joey Ace versus a very good professional wrestler, formerly known as Dasher Hatfield. And I believe that if Joey Ace wins, then... Uh, <laughs> John Corrigan of uh, the Wrestling Estate has to shave his head. 
so, again, unusual match, unusual stipulation. Uh, we're going to see the Legacy Championship on the line. Eric Martin and Ray Kalitri and Killian McMurphy triple threat match two falls. First fall, winner gains entry into the territory title, uh, which is being shared with a number of different local promotions. So be sure to check that out. And the second fall, the winner will be the Legacy Champion. So no more disputing that. Uh, everybody be sure to check it out. And that's in Morganville, New Jersey. Tickets and information, ecwarrestling.com. Everybody have a great Easter. Thank you to all of the listeners. Thank you, Rad Boy. Uh, thank you to the greatest cast and crew that I could ever ask for, including Kathy, Stro, Derek, Ray, Matt. Uh, you guys are incredible, and I'd never be able to do all that I've done without you guys. Be sure to check out all the great stuff. Available on VOCNation.com, live and on-demand programs each and every day of the week. Tomorrow we're going to get Shelly live. Uh, don't forget Thursday with WCW Retro with the show, talking rock and roll express. Friday, another episode of My Big Break. Uh, Jerry Strauss is going to be interviewing Joy Giovanni. So be sure to check that out. I always liked Joy, Joy a lot. She was one of my favorites, even though she wasn't there very long. And uh, another episode of No BS with the Bull, Manny Fernandez. Rock and Roll Union and HIAC Talk Radio and uh, Stadium Journey and Obey the Pop. Lots of great content. Wrestling with Problems. Wrestling with History tomorrow. How could I forget Bill After, Ken Resnick, and Voice of Choice Bruce Work coming to you tomorrow. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for the time. Be sure to check us out on VOCNation.com. Check us out on all your favorite podcast apps, and we're on all of them now at this point, I think. So be sure to check us out. Find us on YouTube. Just search VOC Nation and add us on Patreon. There's a link right up there on VOCNation.com. Just check it out. For as little as $3 a month, you can get these shows, video and audio, uh, no commercials whatsoever, which is a great thing. And uh, lots of other great content as well. Be sure to check that out. Ladies and gentlemen, it is amazing. Cheryl, I've never talked. Oh, no, never mind. I thought the music was over. I, say, I thought I'd talk through the entire song. Uh, but everybody, have a great <laughs> week. Talk to you real soon. And happy Easter, everybody. Love you all very much. Be safe. God bless. <laughs>